Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Shore Store. I'm your host, Justine, and I am so fucking happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back in my own house, in my own vicinity, sleeping in my own bed. I had a hell of a vacation. It was going really good until it went all wrong because of, of course, Hurricane Ian. So let me just start all over, explain everything, tell you guys how everything went. So basically on, I don't even know what day it is right now. It's October 3rd. Oh my God, it's Mean Girls Day when I'm recording this, Um, which is funny because actually next month, my friend and I are going to go see Mean Girls the Musical in Toronto and I'm really excited. Anyways, on September 21st, I left to go to Florida. I flew into like the super small airport there, which by the way, Orlando area, I mean, it's the Sanford Airport. Pro tip, if you can, always fly into there because it's so small. Hardly any flights are coming in and out. It's not massive and stressful and confusing like the big Orlando airport, and it's not that much further away. However, I flew into there, and the first three nights was staying in like St. Petersburg area because I was going to the see the Toronto Blue Jays play the Tampa Bay Rays who don't play in Tampa Bay they play in St. Petersburg and the hotel I got was like right across the street so got there got the rental car drove you know two and a half hours however long it took got to the hotel the first night was fucking awesome because the hotel we stayed at Shout out to the Staybridge Suites downtown St. Petersburg. Um, I guess like Sunday to Wednesday, they do this happy hour night and they give away for giveaway. It's not a giveaway. It's like a bar night where you just go and you can get as much free wine and beer. And they had like chili and other appetizers that night. You can get as much as you want. So, of course, got blackout wine drunk the first night because why wouldn't I? And yeah, it was great. I always get so like happy over stupid shit like that because here in Canada, especially Ontario where I live, our liquor laws are so much different than the states. They're so controlled and stuff. We don't even have happy hour here because legally you can't promote serving alcohol. It's absolutely fucking insane. So, you know, whenever I go to the states, I always feel like I have so much more freedom. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyways, was awesome. Um, On the Thursday, we went to Clearwater Beach, big tourist area, so much fun, like absolutely insane. It was like $40 US to park there, crazy. Went to the Hogan's Hangout, of course, because why wouldn't I? Thank you for the suggestion, Erica from Surreality Podcast. Her and I have been recording a lot together lately. And she actually released the episode last week, I believe. I guested on her show, Surreality Podcast. I'll put the link and everything in the description. We did a Hogan Knows Best episode, the very first episode, actually. And, um, you know, I've been to the Hogan Beat Shop before, the one in Orlando. But this time, I got to go to the original one in Clearwater and then go to the Hogan Hangout Bar which was super fucking expensive. I don't know why I wasn't expecting the kind of prices that I saw, but it was one of those, um, okay, I'll just get one drink and say I was here and leave kind of thing. But spent a few hours on the beach. So beautiful there. 
so beautiful so 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 beautiful anyways went back to the hotel everything went to the stadium which was right across the street from the hotel I stayed at saw the Blue Jays lose horribly there but it was one of the most fun baseball games ever Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays don't really have a huge fan base especially to you know the Toronto Blue Jays who essentially have an entire country cheering for them Um, but the fans that do go to the games and are there are like super diehard and it's super fun and had so much fun the first night at the Blue Jays game that decided to go see them play again on the Friday which wasn't the original plan but it was just a lot of fun and went to this bar that was right there across the street from the stadium as well called Ferg shout out to Ferg's in St. Pete Florida it was um it was it was the biggest bar I think I've ever been to in my life. As soon as you walk into the main bar area, there's just like all these rooms that come out of nowhere and you just go through all of these rooms and crazy areas. It's insane. It's like a never ending bar restaurant place. But um, it was kind of cool because the tables, of course, you know, everywhere now since COVID, you have to like scan the menu on your phone. But not only is it a menu, you actually order off your phone right then and there. And you just have someone like two seconds later, bring it to your table. So there's really no wait of like having the waitress go back to the kitchen and back and forth. Someone literally just brings it to you. I think it's so much better of a system. And don't laugh at me if this is like something that is always happening there. I'm in Canada and we still have the basic waitress system, which this is better and I think probably a lot easier for the servers too. Anyways, while I was in St. Pete, I was really disappointed with myself because of course all I could think about was the Floribama Shore season three that they did in St. Pete and you know, I did go to the house that they stayed in and I took a picture and it is on the Instagram at Shore Store Pod. Go follow me there if you don't already. And I will get to that story in a minute. But when I was there, I was just kind of like, damn, I really wish I did a season three rewatch before I came here and like wrote down all the bars they went to and stuff. St. Pete is kind of like, it's probably one of the best seasons of Floribama Shore, but at the same time, it's also kind of like the lost season. Like all the places they go to in Panama City stick out in my head so much. Uh, and the St. Pete ones, they just don't really at all. But it was it was cool being there. And of course, went to the house that they stayed at in season three. It was kind of off the main strip, I guess, of like... I don't even know what it was. It was just a street, but on one side, they had the beach access. Beautiful beach there. Spent a couple hours at that beach as well. And it was just kind of down the street and off to the side street. And as soon as I started walking on the street, I noticed signs everywhere that said security patrolled neighborhood. uh, You are being watched. Any suspicious activity will be reported to police officers. So right away, I was like, okay, there's like cameras or something you know, this people obviously come here for this house before. So I just went, took two really quick pictures and left. I went there with the idea that I wanted to recreate. I just said that really weird way. Recreate Jeremiah's crazy freak out when him and Gus get into probably my favorite fight of all Floribama Shore. Would you say bitch? Where Jeremiah is like screaming outside of the house in the middle of the night. And then I also wanted to recreate when Nilsa 
um, got mad because of that fight. And she was like, I'm going to outrun all y'all. And she like runs down the street. I wanted to do that as well. But I did notice the next door neighbor staring at me. And then I got really scared because I was like, shit, I'm in Florida and everybody has guns down here. So I should get the fuck out. But I'm happy I got the picture. The house, I think, is completely vacant right now. I think you can rent it out for a really expensive price a night. And it was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, that was cool to see. And Saturday morning after all of that, I was on the road to Miami. Went to Miami only for two nights. The purpose of going to Miami was to see, of course, my favorite sports team ever, the Buffalo Bills, play the Miami Dolphins and go out there tailgate because the Bills fans travel extremely well. Like I would say the game was like 60% Miami fans, 40% Bills fans. The fans, the Bills fans actually have their own like tailgate lot in the parking lot of the stadium. And it was just so much fun. So crazy. And, you know, the Bills unfortunately lost that game. And it's funny because the Blue Jays lost the two games that I went to as well and then won the night after that. So I unfortunately brought bad luck to all of my teams. Um, But it was just so much fun. The atmosphere in Miami at that stadium is crazy. Their fans have such loud mouths. Crazy to me how how much emotion football, more than any other sport, like evokes in people. But it was such a good game and it was so much fun. And... When I was in Miami, I got to do one of those alligator airboat tours as well. I went to the same place in Miami that I actually went to in 2019. Um, It's called like the Everglade uh, Holiday Park or something like that. But so much fun. And the first time I went, I only saw one alligator. This time I got to see like seven and baby alligators and everything. And it's kind of crazy and weird and alligators scare the fucking shit out of me. So anyways, it was fun. However, when I was in Miami at one point in my hotel room, of course, I could not help but hear on the TV and the radio everywhere I went and everything about this hurricane that was coming to Florida, Hurricane Ian. And from what I was hearing and like, listen, I don't like listening to CNN or the news in general at all. I'm not a news person unless TMZ posted about it. I usually don't know what that had happened. But anyways, from what I was hearing, the storm was supposed to hit like Tampa area and basically Orlando was supposed to get like the second wave of it, if you will, I guess. I don't know. I'm bad at describing this. So of course, I was getting worried because from Monday until Saturday, I was supposed to be in Orlando going to Universal and most importantly, going to my very first Halloween Horror Nights. So I was like, no, I don't want to think about it. Maybe if I don't even think about this storm, it won't even happen and, you know, everything will be okay. So went to the game, everything, decided to leave first thing on Monday morning to go to Orlando instead of taking our time like what was originally planned because I was like, okay, if the storm does start on the Wednesday and it starts pissing rain and I'm stuck in the hotel, at least I'll get two full days at Universal. The thing that sucks about this is Halloween Horror Nights is only from Wednesday to Sunday nights and my ticket for Halloween Horror Nights was on Wednesday. So I did two full days at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure 
did every ride that I wanted to do, did Hagrid's, which I had never done before. Waited over an hour for that bitch. Last time I was at Universal, I was like, I'm not waiting for that ride. Da, 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 da. Decided to just do it first, get it out of the way. Totally worth it. Great ride. And obviously, Velocicoaster had been built since last time I was there. And I got to ride that twice while I was there. And oh my God, best ride ever. Like literally my new favorite roller coaster. It's absolutely incredible. If you guys don't know what Velocicoaster Islands of Adventure is, please look it up and go if you have the chance. I will always love those parks. So don't get me wrong. I had a great time at Universal both days. Got to go to the Bob Marley bar that's in the city walk that I love. And it was overall a really great time. But the part of the trip that I was most looking forward to was doing my very first Halloween Horror Nights. I've wanted to do this event for years and years and years since the first time that I ever even went to Universal, which was in 2014. However, on Tuesday, kept looking at the weather updates. It seemed like things were getting worse. At first, I was like, you know what? I'm down to do it in the pouring rain. I understand half the things probably won't be open, but I even bought one of those ponchos that goes over your clothes and everything. And I was like, I will do it in the pouring rain as long as it's not like dangerous with the winds or anything like that. And then just kept hearing how bad the storm was actually going to hit Orlando. And then we saw that Universal announced that they would be closed for the next two days. Disney closed, SeaWorld closed, Busch Gardens closed, every place in that area just completely closed because of the storm. Then I thought, you know what, I'm going to be stuck in my hotel anxious over this fucking storm for the next two days because like I said, originally I was supposed to fly home on Saturday. I knew that the airports were closed for the next couple days and I just thought, what if I am stuck in my hotel this entire time and then when I go to leave Saturday, my flight gets canceled and then I'm stuck at the airport for God knows how much longer. So we made the decision to drive our rental car back all the way to Buffalo from Orlando on Tuesday evening. So we left Tuesday like shortly before 7, drove pretty much nonstop all the way to Buffalo, New York where my mom met us to pick us up because we called the rental car place and said we were dropping it off there now. So it was crazy, probably stopped for like two hours in total between all the bathroom stops and to like uh, eat and to like sleep quickly in the car and stuff. It was crazy, but honestly, I am so glad that we did it. I'm not even gonna lie, when we left, I cried for like two hours over having to leave early, having to miss Halloween Horror Nights, something that I was so fucking excited for. I was just devastated. And then when I got home and I saw what was happening and I saw all the damage that was being done and people's homes being flooded and just this craziness, I felt like a complete fucking asshole. So, you know, I just feel so horrible that this happened. And I really hope that, you know, everyone who is listening who is from Florida, I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody's family's safe. It's crazy. It's so sad. And yeah, it just, I feel awful because obviously to me, that was just like a vacation and whatever. But to some people, that's their home and their homes were destroyed. So I can 100% go to Halloween Horror Nights another time. And yeah, I will have a link in the description you guys can click on if you would like to donate to the Hurricane Ian Relief. 
And yeah, that's just about it. That's how my crazy fucking vacation ended. Had to like speed drive home to get the rental car back to Buffalo in enough time. And then, of course, cross the border back home, which was the easy part. Trust me. Um, It's just I was so exhausted from doing that drive and like emotionally exhausted and so many things. So definitely took a couple days to like regroup. When I got home, I just read a lot and I watched Dahmer, of course. Everybody was watching Dahmer when I was gone. All I was seeing was all the memes and everything and people saying how incredible Evan Peters' performance was and I just had to watch it and I have a lot of thoughts on it as well. I think that Julie and I are going to do a resting bitch face episode on it this week. I'm spoiler alert, but so keep an eye out for that, of course. But obviously the acting is incredible. I obviously knew who Jeffrey Dahmer was and I knew he was like a cannibal and all this stuff, but I didn't realize that all of his victims, well, like 99% of them were people of color and that like, you know, he could have been stopped so many times and it just so much craziness that happened in that that I just didn't even realize makes the whole entire story a hundred times more infuriating than it already of course made people like the whole thing is just absolutely mind-blowing and I thought the series did such a great job I felt like of anything I've ever seen of like true crime movies being made or anything like that I think that this one was the most like sympathetic towards the victims if that's the right word to use I don't know but I just thought in general they did a really good job of it and I can't wait to discuss that in further detail because I really enjoyed it one thing I am confused with however on Netflix why the hell did they do a bling ring documentary that shit is 10 years old now like I'm pretty sure I know everything there is to know about the bling ring like know who Alexis Nyers is watch the tv show watch the iconic scene of her yelling about the Vanity Fair article like watch the movie with Emma Watson in it and Leslie Mann I just don't understand why Netflix is doing this now Um, but if it's worth watching then let me know because I will watch it if somebody tells me it's worth watching Besides that, I obviously am always open to watching series that people recommend to me, movies and books. So any recommendations, reach out to me. Feel free. I love hearing from you guys. Right now, I'm actually watching American Gigolo and I really like it. It's it's okay. It's not like the best series I've ever seen, but I definitely feel like I'll finish watching it for sure. Anyways, let's get to the Jersey Shore of it all this week. So for this week's episode, if you can't tell by the title of the episode already, I decided to take it back to Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Yes, this fucking season is still going on. And I decided to recap the latest episode of it, which... If you guys have been following me for a while, you know that usually every time I try to do a current rewatch or current episodes of Family Vacation, I usually give up halfway through and then I just end up usually doing one big recap. But for this one, I was scrolling through Reddit the other day. I saw this clip and I said, holy shit 
Polly Broke character. I need to talk about this. And I just realized it was from the most current episode. The entire episode is about this one fight. So I thought, why not just recap the whole episode on here and give my thoughts as I go along? So shall we just get into it? This is Jersey Shore Family Vacation, Season 5, Episode 27, Knock Knock, Who's There? Horrible name for an episode, by the way. They really need to hire me to give them some better episode titles. So first we get the previously on episode. I guess it was family fun day. We see Jenny going to the hospital because she's in pain around her appendix. I thought she had to get her appendix removed, but actually we find out in this episode an intestine above her appendix was swollen and like poking into her appendix or something. I don't know. This is why you don't do drugs when you're younger, I guess. Um, We see the cast with the Wild and Out people, Nick Cannon and Justina Valentine. And there's this like battle and Angelina won this battle at Wild and Out. So now we find out that Vinny has to write a post about how much he loves and appreciates Angelina because... Uh, She won the battle and he lost. So they are in San Diego, California. The episode starts with everybody walking back to this hotel room. They get back to the room. Angelina is visibly hammered. You can see it all over her face. You know, when someone's drunk and just their eyes are droopy, you can just tell Angelina is hammered and the rest of them really aren't. Um, We see the flashback of Angelina saying to Vinny, If you win, you're going to do an appreciation post to me on your Instagram. And Vinny goes, yeah, okay, whatever. So Angelina's reminding Vinny that, you know, she when she loses the bet, she takes it like a champ. She reminds Vinny that when she lost a bet against him, she had to kiss his feet. And we see the flashback of that. So then we see Vinny say, okay, so he makes this stupid post on his story. This is somebody I love and care about more than anybody. Da, 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 da. We all saw this post when it hit the internet. Everybody knew it was bullshit, whatever. So we see Nikki reading the post out loud. Everybody's laughing about it, reposting it. We see Angelina in the confessional room. She is absolutely hammered doing her confessional. She's like, Vinny just doesn't get it, okay? Like, everybody in Staten Island is rooting for us, okay? And then there's one part that really made me laugh where she goes, look, it got posted on Reddit. A hundred percent, every single reality star lurks Reddit. I don't care what you say. Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules admitted that she lurks Reddit. Uh, Remember on Teen Mom when Chelsea admitted she lurks Reddit and then Kale was like, how do you do that? Like people on there ruthless. I know Mike the Situation for sure lurks Reddit. It's just a thing. If I were a reality star and I was on Reddit, I would lurk too. However, I really think if somebody posted about my podcast, I'd probably read like the first two comments and then be too scared to read the rest of it. But anyways, Vinny's saying all of his mains are getting mad and he's like, you know what? I'm going to put just kidding after. So right after his post, because he has it in his story. So his first post is about him and Angelina, the post about whatever. She's the best person in the world. The next post says JK. So Angelina sees this JK and she's like, (gasps) she runs out and she pours a water bottle on Vinny, who happens to be sitting right beside Nikki and Angelina accidentally gets water on Nikki. So Nikki's like, what the fuck, Angelina? And Angelina's like, it's just water. 
it's just water. So Nikki grabs a water and then throws it in Angelina's face. Angelina then grabs a glass of wine, not just any wine, red wine, and tosses it on Nikki. This is fucked up to do in general, not only because as Polly describes it, she's bringing wine to a water fight, but Nikki doesn't drink at all. And Nikki is very like open about that you know we've seen her journey on double shot at love so I just don't think that you should throw alcohol on somebody in general you shouldn't do that but especially to somebody who doesn't drink and here's a funny story actually going back to my trip when I was at the Miami Dolphins game I had a mixed drink in a cup that they gave me at the stadium And I had two drinks. I was double fisting. So I had one in the other hand. So I didn't have a second hand to like balance myself out. And when I came back to my seat at one point, I actually spilled some of it on the girl beside me. And thank God she was a Bills fan and she was really nice. But of course, the first thing that went through my head was like, what if this person doesn't drink and she hates alcohol or has a problem with alcohol or something? And now I just spilled an alcoholic beverage on her. Anyways, as soon as Angelina throws the wine on Nikki, you can see Nikki's face Polly's face something just turns and they're like oh no and Nikki grabs a whole bottle of wine the rest of the bottle and Angelina goes back into the confessional room locks herself in front of the door Nikki has the bottle of wine she's like open the door Angelina come on it's just wine it's just wine that is the exact moment when you see Polly break character he stands up And he just walks to the door and he grabs it and he starts powering his body through the actual door to open it. And you see Angelina on the other side of the door. And I watched this clip like a hundred times. You also can see a producer with her on the other side of the door too, which, you know, producers get themselves into physical altercations for reality TV all the time, but I still didn't like it. I know people were having a field day with this online, calling Polly a domestic abuser and saying that like powering down a door to get to a woman is domestic abuse. I don't think I want to go that far, but I still didn't like it. It was still it was like very aggressive for me. And I don't know, I kind of just wish that Nikki did it on her own and Polly didn't get himself physically involved. I don't think a man should ever get himself physically involved in a woman's fight. It's very much, it's not really the same, obviously, but it's bringing me a little bit back to Ronnie in Miami. And also, imagine if Ronnie was the one who did this for his girlfriend, people would be going fucking nuts. However, I did see some people say like he's just sticking up for his girlfriend. So what do you guys think? I'm genuinely interested. After I post this episode, I will have a poll up on my Instagram and you guys can vote because I'm curious. Anyway, so when Polly powers through the door... Um, Nikki, of course, pours the rest of the bottle on top of Angelina's head. Angelina's like, stop, stop. Polly's like, you just poured wine on her. It reminded me of season two, Polly, Miami Polly, when he's in the hot tub and Snooki and Wow are like trying to get him to admit that he nodded or something when Mike said that Wow was fake. And Polly does the whole, she said I was fake. <laughs> and then they scream. It reminded me of that so much. But I think the reason why they're, this mad over the wine being poured on Nikki isn't the principle of it. I think they're so mad because now Nikki can't return her clothes to Fashion Nova. I also just wanted to point out that I think it's pretty funny how Angelina's hiding literally behind like the curtain in the confessional room. 
because she acts so fucking tough on every show she's been on. Like in fucking All Star Shore, she bullied the shit out of Chloe for literally no reason because she wanted to fuck Joey Essex. By the way, all of those recaps are on my Patreon if you want to go over there and listen. Anyways, it's funny how Angelina acts like she's the toughest bitch, the baddest bitch on the block, and she is legit scared of Nikki. So anyways, Nikki and Angelina are screaming at each other and Angelina keeps saying that she didn't know it was wine. Like I said, Angelina is fucking hammered and I obviously I believe that she knew it was wine. Like even Nikki says at one point, like, it's red, it's red wine. It's not like it's white wine, which is funny. And Angelina is just like hammered, like it's when somebody is so drunk that they're not making sense it very much reminds me again going back to season two Miami when Angelina slaps Polly and then tries to say she didn't slap him Um, but Angelina's like I'll wash your clothes out for you and Nikki's like you can't even wash a dish I mean okay obviously I'm team Nikki and Polly on this because I agree with Polly Angelina shouldn't have brought wine to a water fight like It was just water and it was kind of funny until she threw the red wine, which obviously would fuck up Nikki's Fashion Nova clothes, her Fashion Nova sponsorship. But I really just hated Polly breaking down the door with Angelina behind it. I thought it was just really aggressive and a bitch move. But besides that, obviously I'm on their side because Angelina took it too far and then doesn't want to take accountability for it like she likes to do. So then we see Nikki, Polly, Vinny situation and Lauren all leave. And then back in that hotel room, Angelina is like holding her hair up the entire fucking time. It's like really pissing me off. And at one point it starts to piss Dina off. You can tell, but she's like screaming at Dina and Chris who are literally just standing there like, what the fuck just happened? Um, She's like, why is she mad at me? I don't get it. It's just water. And then Dina's like, I think she was mad at you because like the water got on her when you poured it on Vinny. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, during this entire scene, all I could think about was like, Dina is way too fucking normal for reality TV. Like Dina, Angelina is genuinely as crazy as she is on the show. Polly has a character. Snooki has a character, even though I do think that Snooki still likes to drink a lot. Dina's just way too normal to be on the show. Uh, She doesn't do well with this conflict. She literally keeps saying that she's being pranked. All I'm saying is let's never put Dina on the challenge or real world or any of or all star shore or like any of those types of shows because 10 out of 10, she would not be able to handle it. But This, of course, is that horrible Jersey Shore family vacation editing, which makes it so fucking hard to take these notes and describe the episode. So as I say, every time I cover one of these, just bear with me. But we're going back and forth between Nikki and Polly in their suite and then Angelina and Dina and Chris in their suite. This, by the way, is Dina's Chris. This isn't Angelina's Chris. He's completely gone out of the picture. So we see Nikki and Polly in their suite. Nikki's like trying to rinse out her blazer. It's this like lime green blazer. Polly's like, don't bother. We'll take it to the dry cleaner. And then we go over to Angelina, who's hammered with, like I said, still holding her hair up with one hand, trying to explain the whole thing to Dina and Chris. She's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It was water. 
it was water. I didn't know the wine wasn't water. Like just hammered. And Chris is one of those, like when you're trying to calmly explain to a drunk person what they did wrong, Chris is like, well, listen, she thought it was a water fight and she thought it was fun. And then you threw the wine on her and then she was mad because you hid from her. <laughs> and Angelina is just crying. She's like, I'm go going through a divorce. I'm the only person here who doesn't have another person. It's hard for me. And like, obviously, I can believe that her stress through going through the, the divorce is contributing to like why she drank so much when nobody else was on that level. But at the same time, it's like, you're not the only person here without somebody else. Vinny doesn't have somebody. And Vinny, to be fair, actually was at one point the only person there because at one point Angelina did have her husband, Chris. Wait, and not even that. What about Snooki, who friggin' Gianni has never come to anything on these quote unquote family vacations? Which, by the way, no idea where Snooki is through any of this. I just don't think she's on this family vacation. I'm sure they gave a reason, um, but I haven't been watching and it doesn't matter because she's not needed for this. So we see the other roommates go back and forth. Everyone's talking about it, whatever. Angelina's crying, saying she wants to go home. And Dina's like, I understand. I've been there. Dina, like I said, just too nice and too normal for reality TV. And Dina actually tells Angelina that she stayed with her because she knows that she is no one else. Um, at one point, Chris points out that Polly genuinely broke the door. Like the handle is completely off the door and the side of it is like broken off. Like it's he fucked up that door. But Angelina's crying, saying she needs to go home. And Dina's like, Listen, I, ju I just think you need to like take a shower because Angelina is drenched in red wine. Like Nikki poured that fucking bottle over her head. It's like coming off her eyelashes like she looks disgusting and I can only imagine how she smells. And Dina just keeps saying, listen, shower, go to bed, shower, shower. And Angelina just is like talking over Dina. At one point, Dina looks at the camera and the producer. She's like, is this a prank? Like... Am I honestly getting pranked? Like, I wish this was a prank right now. Angelina keeps going back to Vinny saying that, like, if he didn't do the JK, then she wouldn't have been so mad. It's crazy. Angelina will find anything to justify her wrongful actions. I really feel in this situation like everybody knows you're in the wrong. Everybody saw you start the water fight and then pour the wine on Nikki, I feel like the only thing you can really do is be like, I was really fucking drunk and I it happened so fast and I didn't realize what I was doing and I'm sorry and it'll never happen again. Like there's really nothing else you can explain or say to like make up for that. And I'm not saying Nikki and Polly are innocent. I think they probably treat Angelina like shit. I feel like it's probably a lot of like pent up anger on Angelina's side. But at the end of the day, when you're in this kind of situation, they will use this against you until the day that they die. Like you really need to just, you know, tuck your tail in between your legs or I don't know what the expression would be here but you really need to just like bite the bullet on this one admit that you're wrong and move forward but it's just so funny how Angelina will not do that like she will not stop justifying what she did during all this madness we actually see Zach and Jenny coming back from the hospital this is where Jenny explains 
why she's in so much pain. She comes back and all I was thinking about was how exhausting it must be to be with Jenny. She's constantly getting surgeries done. She seems somewhat of a hypochondriac. She seems to get angry very easily and involve herself in a lot of situations that would get somebody going. And listen, I you guys know how I feel about Zach. I'm not saying he's a prize either. But just being with Jenny would probably be a very exhausting task. So for doing that alone, I guess I'll give you a just a small like clap, Zach. That's it. So the next morning we see Polly and Nikki wake up and they're talking about it. And Polly's like joking about it. He's back in character at this point. He figured out what to say. He's like, I'm a gentleman. I had to open the door for my lady. Like laughing about it. It's like, no, you really could have hurt her. And you really could have hurt the producer too. And that was fucked up. And I didn't like it. I really didn't. But then we cut to Angelina who's washing her face. I know a hungover face when I see one. And I've been getting this a lot actually as I age. I don't feel like I ever got this before. If I did, I didn't notice it. But I just feel like when you're hungover, like your eyes get really swollen around your eyes, especially if you've been crying. Your swollen eyes are like a hundred times worse if it's when you've been drinking. Your face, like your lips are chapped. You can just, Angelina looks like pure shit watch, washing her face. But we see Dina go over to Jenny and Zach and we just see Dina filling in Jenny what happened the whole fight how it all got started so basically she said they were at Nick Cannon's restaurant and him and Justina just happened to be there so they did the while and out battle first things first I just want to say that I think Nick Cannon is a fucking creep this man is just going around the country planting his seed in every woman he sees it's disgusting and it's fucked up. And yes, I understand he's got money and he can provide for the kids. But at that point, when you have so many kids with so many different women and they're all over the place and you're like being a Tristan Thompson, I just don't understand how you can emotionally be there for them. And uh, Nick Cannon is gross. Anyways, back to Polly and Nikki. They're going over to the suite to see what happened Vinny comes in, Angelina comes in, or sorry, Vinny comes in, Mike comes in, and they're talking about Angelina. And then Mike's like, oh, can you imagine if Jenny was here, what she would do? And Vinny's like, yeah, Jenny would probably just start punching. And I was just laughed when he said that because I'm like, Jenny would 100% get herself involved if she was there. Like, she would find a way to fight somebody for sure. Anyways, Angelina, Dina, and Wow are in the other room and they're talking about the whole situation. Angelina's filling Wow in from her point of view. And it's funny because when they come in the room, like all the lights are off and they're like, what's going on? Like, why are you in the dark? And Angelina's like, I have a bad migraine. Everything hurts. And all I could think of was, you hung over. In the very magical words of Barbara Evans, literally one of my favorite scenes ever from any teen mom. I'm not hungover. I have a headache. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm not hungover. Yeah, you're hungover. (laughs) 
But Angelina even says like she has really bad anxiety and everything. It's so funny. And once again, just going back to the making up excuses for herself, saying that if Vinny just did what he was told, she wouldn't have thrown the water on Nikki in the first place. And then once again, how am I supposed to know it wasn't water? It was just sitting there. It was like, it wasn't like it was in a water bottle or something. It It's not even like it was, an, it was white wine. It was literal red wine. I just don't understand how Angelina is trying to weasel her way out of this. And I hate being on the situation side for some things, especially these like newer episodes. But I will say even situation had a profound talking head at one point when he said sometimes it takes Angelina an extremely long time to realize what she did was wrong or to like take accountability for herself. So yeah, she's just giving her excuses left, right and center. And then we see Zach and Chris go into the main room with like Vinny and Polly and Nikki and situation and everyone. And Chris says to them, this motherfucker stirring the pot but didn't really work. I think a producer told him to say this. He just like sits down. He's like, listen, I'm not trying to like start fights or put words into people's mouth or her mouth. But last night she said that she wasn't apologizing. And Vinny just laughs and he's like, wow, shocker. (laughs) And yeah, everybody is just like waiting for this confrontation to go down. Of course, it's not going to go down this episode. We have to wait until Thursday However, the preview for next week showed them looking like they're all getting along anyways, as usual. But I'm excited to watch, I guess. I'm definitely going to watch the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. If you're not already a part of the Patreon, you should join now because I have tons of fun stuff on there. I'm always doing random bonus episodes. The new season of The Kardashians just started. I'll probably do a bonus episode on that soon. I got some Vanderpump Rules stuff, weekly teen mom recaps, and the whole shebang. And if you can't sign up for Patreon, I would love a nice rating and review. That always helps me out. It also helps out your algorithm as well. Check out the links in the description. Check out everything I have to come. And I guess that's everything. I am back at home. I'm relaxed. I'm rejuvenated. I'm ready to be back at it. I'm ready to be a guest on some podcasts. I'm ready to book some guests for the Shore Store. Let's fucking go. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everybody has a fantastic week and we'll talk soon.